Jamie and I with you here on a Wednesday edition of the Green Zone. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. And just to let you know, it was not me. I was not climbing up on top of the sphere today in Las Vegas. Nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, the big news in uh, Vegas today was somebody, some publicity stunt person climbed on top of the sphere. The sphere is this gigantic LED lit building, which still baffles me. And you have, if you've seen some of the videos, if you haven't, go check it out on Super Bowl this week. Like they did the road to the Super Bowl where all the teams and then it goes down into the playoff brackets. And then, of course, it ends up with the Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the San Francisco 49ers. Now they've had the helmets of the players of both teams on the sphere. That's where U2 was. Um, Announcing one of the awards at the Grammys was in the sphere. That seemed. Have you have you been in it? Has anybody in Saskatchewan been there yet? I imagine there's a lot of people who've gone to see you two in the sphere. It seems overwhelming to me, like when you're inside it, and it's all this screen and imagery going around. It see it would seem like a lot to take in while you're trying to watch a show and everything else going on. Yes, Vegas, the site of Super Bowl 58. A little bit later on, I call him the uh, the KG vet of Radio Row for Canadian media. Bob Marjanovic will be here. The Moj is how they know him in Vancouver. He's the play-by-play voice of the BC Lions. But every year, for decades, the Moj goes to Radio Row and interviews the who's who of the National Football League and alumni and everything else. Uh, so... We'll take you to Vegas. This is the first time it's been in Vegas for the Super Bowl. And what what a Super Bowl in Vegas. Or maybe because the Super Bowl is a huge deal everywhere, do you really know the difference when a Super Bowl lands in Vegas? We'll be talking to Bob Marjanovic. Also, we're going to be having some fun today with Ben Whiting, playnow.com with Sega as... It's interesting uh, that all the prop bets you can you can play along with, and I, I know a lot of you at Super Bowl parties will have like a prop bet bingo card uh, that you can play along with at home with Super Bowl parties. But there's some interesting ones this year. Some of them to do with a certain somebody who's dating one of the football players, uh, but there's some other interesting ones as well. Uh, so we'll talk to Ben about. The wild prop bets for Super Bowl that we hear about each and every year. Some of those regular ones, the Anthem, the Gatorade, all that other stuff, but uh, some of the other ones. Double take with Daryl Davis. I'm sure Daryl will have an opinion or two on what we're seeing from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this week. More news today, Rider fans. Another linebacker, this time a Canadian linebacker, Adam Eau has... Agreed to terms, that's the phrase that pays this week, agreed to terms with a deal with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. All these deals can be made official on Tuesday of next week. But Eau Claire comes in, likely replaces Micah Tights, who's been here for what's... I look back, I was like, he's been here like six years? Been here a while. But he had Cam Judge in front of him and some other guys, so he finally started a little bit. Injuries have impacted his career, but it looks like Adam O'Claire will fill in that spot. 
A.J. Olette is clearly excited. He's been tweeting out images and edits of him in Ryder Green. He's going to have to change the number. He keeps on putting number 34 on. Like He he did an image today, and number 34 was on the hammer, the Thor hammer that he has because he kind of looks like Thor. Uh, We know he can't wear number 34. You don't. Mm -mm. Nope. That is George's number. Nobody wears 34. So he wore 45 in university, so that could be an option. That was Pete Robertson's number last year. Um, But we'll see what number he wears. It won't be number 34. But A.J. Olette, clearly excited uh, to join the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And the Toronto Argonauts, they're trying to do some damage control. They're losing a lot. Like going through the list of Argos that have left, AJ Olette has left. Darius Bladek, offensive lineman, is gone. Their kicker they cut. He's gone to Edmonton. You have uh, oh Hendricks, the defensive lineman, he's gone. Oh yeah, Darius Pickett, he's gone too. Jamal Peters gone. Like you're going, geez, Louise, Toronto, what's going on? Uh, so they're they're trying to go. Okay, this is Coxie is going to resign in Toronto. The receiver, the Riders were talking to him as well, apparently. So they're like, okay, enough, Corey Mace, leave us alone. We're going to go get the Coxie back in the receiving core for the Toronto Argonauts. But Farhan Lulji reported that anybody who was wanting more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, they were told like, go see what else is out there. And that's how that's how you continue to win in the CFL. You need to know your depth, believe in your depth. So when a guy overvalues himself, bye, see you later. That's I can't can't do it. Sorry. And I'm looking at the Toronto Argonauts going. Yeah, but a Darius Pickett. Can you really find another a Darius Pickett? Are you are you really going to find that guy who can do everything on defense? You don't want to pay him to stay? That's what's Calgary did it for years and they did a good job of it knowing when okay enough is enough. But now look at the Calgary Stampeders. I have them pegged for last place in the Canadian Football League because at some point you do have to retain your good players. You have to make sure you still have those guys around because at some point the well's going to run dry and you don't have the next man up who's good enough. But, hey, I know John Murphy believes in himself, as he should. He was part of that Calgary group who kept on finding players in the Calgary Stampeders with John Huffnagel. He's now over in Toronto. We had him here in Saskatchewan for a little bit, uh, building with Chris Jones in 2016, 17, and 18 as well. So as that rider climb, I'll never say this about John Murphy. The man knows how to find talent. So there's the latest on the Canadian Football League. Daryl Davis a double take here on the green zone. But about last night. Level now, rifled home, Chandler Stevenson. And in a flash, Vegas has its first lead, 2-1. to one. Yes, the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers looking to tie the NHL record 17 straight wins. Golden Knights come up ice. It's Carlson with an empty net. Beautiful move, shoots and scores. Like they've won an overtime playoff game. 
this streak is officially over. 3-1 Vegas. Edmonton's winning streak comes to an end at 16 games. It's a tear dripping down my face right now for the Edmonton Oilers. 16-game win streak. It ended last night. And yeah, Vegas wanted to end the streak. That's why they're celebrating their Jack. Jack Michaels, by the way, uh, the uh, play-by-play voice uh, of the Edmonton Oilers. They eliminated the Oilers from the playoffs last year. They had the Oilers coming in their barn, 16 straight wins, trying to tie the NHL record. You don't think at all that was in the back of their minds saying, oh, we ended their season last year. Let's end their streak this year right now. But the Oilers had more chances. They're the faster team. Again, showed their might. One issue. Aiden Hill played out of his mind last night. And he's since he came back last week, two weeks ago, he's 3-0. and He's been amazing since he came back from injury for the Vegas Golden Knights. One of those Canadian goaltenders we'll be hearing about probably over the next year or two leading into the Olympics when the NHL and everybody's like, what, who's going to play net for Canada? Well, maybe the two guys who were up ahead against each other last night might be one and two in Aiden Hill and Stuart Skinner. So that's it for the Edmonton Oilers. Cancel the parade. I was joking yesterday that they might have already been putting up the guardrails along Jasper Avenue for that parade. Uh, yeah, they play Anaheim Friday, uh, struggling L.A. Kings. They might go streaking again right away quick. Uh, but also last night in the National Hockey League, welcome aboard, Elias Lindholm. Hughes, long wrist shot, tipped in, Lindholm! And he is the 65th to do it. As Elias Lindholm reached up and pulled that one back past Kochetkov, and the Canucks have tied the game and won. Back for Hughes. Rislan tipped in, Lindholm again. How about this debut? His second power play goal of the game. Meanwhile, you can get those guardrails that you had along Jasper Avenue. Move those over to Robson Street in Vancouver. We'll be planning a parade of ourselves. Thank you very much. Can't wait to see the rest of this Pacific Division race. It, it's going to be fascinating. Vancouver, Vegas, and Edmonton. You will want to be the one seed. And I know this is probably going to be the kiss of death for the Vancouver Canucks if they are, and they'll lose in the first round as the one seed. But if you're the two seed, that means you're taking on either Vegas or Edmonton or Vancouver. I'm calling it the best division in hockey based on just those three teams alone. This race, February, March, early April, will be fun. For all involved. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOS. I'm Jamie Nye. Welcome in. This is a Wednesday edition of the Green Zone. I'm just heading over to the highway hotline right now because it uh, hasn't been a friendly day. Uh, already on the uh, highways around the province of Saskatchewan as the snow uh, flies. Uh, but right now, most it's, it's winter driving conditions, more in the southwest areas like Gravelberg, Flesh, um, down through Shonovan East End. Uh, you're seeing poor visibility along with winter driving conditions. There were some travel not recommended out there earlier, but uh, right now, don't see 
a lot of weight, if any, on uh, Saskatchewan highways for travel not recommended. But we'll keep you up to date. You can, too. Usually, you're way ahead of it when it comes to the conditions on the highways at one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. So, a CFL free agency. We're wondering where Jake Dolagala is going to go. Jake Dolagala turned into one of the Ryder fan favorites over the last two years by barely throwing the football. All you had to do was watch him at training camp and see that arm and see how far he could throw it, how fast he could zing it. He's 6'7". Last year, ended the season as a starter. He struggled in his first go-around in the uh, Canadian Football League. Calgary was rumored to be the destination of Jake Dolagala. They have signed Matthew Schiltz, who played with the Hamilton Tiger Cats last year. He was one of the trio. It started with Bo, and then it went to Matthew. Then Taylor Powell played pretty well. He's now the backup to Bo, or maybe taking the starting job from Bo Levi Mitchell. And Matthew Schiltz is going to go to Calgary. I'm starting to wonder where Jake Dolagala actually fits right now across the Canadian Football League. Everybody is got their 1-2, one, 1-2 two, one, two in Edmonton, Calgary now with Matthew Shields, Winnipeg, of course, getting Chris Strebler back. Saskatchewan went with Mason Fine over Jake Dolagala. Ottawa has like seven quarterbacks under contract. They're just throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks. Montreal depends what they like about Caleb Evans. As I mentioned, Hamilton's got Bo and Taylor Powell, though if Bo gets injured again, maybe some assurance there for Jake Dolagala. I'll be interested to see uh, where Jake Dolagala goes as as much as many Ryder fans think it should have been him over Mason Fine on the re-signing front for the quarterback and the backup spot for the Rough Riders. But as Jeremy O'Day has said, Shea Patterson is one to look out for for the backup quarterback job. They like what he did. Didn't fit in as the short yardage guy, but now they have Antonio Pipkin for that. So it might be a battle. Well, it is going to be a battle with Shea Patterson and Mason Fine, maybe if they bring in another quarterback. But things starting to dry up out there for Jake Dolagala as a quarterback around the Canadian Football League. Jamie and I with you here on the Green Zone on this Wednesday afternoon with the snow flying around the uh, prairies, highway conditions out there right now, winter driving conditions exist. We'll update you if uh, we see any major uh, highways uh, drop with the travel not recommended so far. uh, We haven't seen that yet. But again, we'll bring you up to date here on the Green Zone. Of course, one of those parts of the year that sees a lot of money on betting is, of course, Super Bowl week. And here we are. Super Bowl 58 is upon us. Sunday, the kickoff in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. And, of course, we are here in the PlayNow.com studio. And Ben Whiting joins us from PlayNow on the Prop Bets Galore, Ben, you guys have uh, for those to have some fun leading into Super Bowl Sunday. How's it going? I'm pretty good, Jamie. Ecstatic to be on the show. Thanks for having me. I I right away I noticed a few Canadiana twists on some of the prop bets. 
The one that stood out to me is the one on Zach Kalaros. And will Zach Kalaros be shown in the suite with Taylor Swift from kickoff to the end of play? Go through the process of coming up with the ideas around prop bets with play now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't say that this is necessarily a normal thing. Obviously, there's not prop bets for Zach Caleros and Taylor Swift in a Browns versus Ravens game, for example. But like you said, this is kind of like the Christmas day of the sports gambling world in the Super Bowl here. So uh, it's kind of become uh, more of a norm to have these odd uh, prop bets that are available. And obviously us in Plano, Saskatchewan, being the only legal and regulated operator for sports gambling online in the province. Uh, we try to add a more of a Canadian and homey feel to uh, these prop bets. So, you know, adding in Zach Caleros, obviously a former rider, a CFL staple in the league, uh, and then also mixing in uh, some Taylor Swift, which just seems to be the flavor of the year for the NFL so far. So, um and I believe that line's actually made, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Caleros was roommates with at least one of the Kelseys when they both went to college in Cincinnati. So Roommates with Travis, and he was in the uh, suite with Taylor, what was that, the divisional game against the Buffalo Bills. So that, That's right, I remember seeing that. So <laughs> that one's almost just a layup for us. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's definitely eye-catching, gets people noticing uh, on the book there, and uh, something you know, fun that we can add to our to our offerings and and you know, kind of legitimize the platform and give people something cool to bet on. So we, there's other one. There's degrees Celsius at kickoff uh, for uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Of course, we also have the Drake. The Drake curse is a lovely touch on a prop bet for Canadians to play. As uh, some may know, it didn't it didn't quite curse the Raptors, but a lot of times. Drake wears something and that team loses. Like, it's just guaranteed. So, what team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday is one of the novelty bets at playnow.com, Ben. That's right. For those of you maybe not savvy to the, I guess, the sports slash hip hop uh, world, Drake's been notorious for wearing and, uh, and jinxing a team prior to a big game. So, uh, that's just a fun one again. Add a Canadian icon, um, and then also something fun that's been in pop culture for a little while here. I've also been cruising through the novelty bets here, Jamie, and I, I kind of feel bad for Usher. He's just been completely overshadowed by <laughs> everything to do with Taylor Swift, and I would like to get some sort of prop bet that somehow the NFL squeezes Taylor Swift into the halftime show somehow, some way, somehow, but. Uh, I haven't been able to get that on the book quite just yet. Well, maybe look for it ahead of uh, Sunday. Yeah, there's uh, there's only two halftime uh, bets. Usher's first words, uh, the halftime show. <laughs> I like how it's, I can't hear you. Make some noise. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Uh, peace. Vegas is uh, up there. Uh, uh, and the outfit changes uh, for Usher. Not sure how many of those are going to be. Oh, yeah, I guess you have a few of the song, first song, those types of things. But I need to know, lucky number 13 is a theme right now on all these prop bets. Like, exactly 13 players record a reception. Exactly 13 targets. Exactly 13 yards for Travis Kelsey. 
uh, for one of his receptions. Uh, 13, 13, 10, 10. Now, everybody here that listens to the Green Zone accuses me of knowing way too much about Taylor Swift. Ben, is this because her lucky number is number 13? Is that what's going on here? You know, I couldn't honestly tell you. I didn't have anything to do with that part of the book, um, the lucky number 13. But, uh, you know, a lot of them work hand-in-hand with each other, so I definitely wouldn't rule it out. But there is a ton this year of Taylor Swift prop bets, uh, including the one of the most talked about ones. Travis Kelsey was actually asked about it today. Will there be a proposal from Travis Kelsey to Taylor Swift on Super Bowl Sunday? The proposal must be on the field after the game is the novelty bet. That's correct. And actually, I just saw a little snippet from the press day that uh, Kelsey and everybody else on the team that was attending. And I I thought it was quite clever the way the, the journalist phrased the word. He said, Who's going to get a ring first, Taylor Swift or the 49ers? And I thought, wow, that's a good way to put Kelsey in a bind. And he said he's only focused on, uh, he's only focused on getting himself a ring this Sunday, which, uh, I mean, if we're looking at the odds on the playnow.com sportsbook, that definitely seems to be swayed in favor um, of Kelsey not proposing. So the current odds of Kelsey proposing after the game, a yes is at 11 point six odds to a no uh 1.03 so obviously the higher the odds are the bigger the pay payout but the less likely that that's going to happen go through the number like for, because super bowl betting is so popular and it is one of the most popular one moment events that you're going to get betting on there's there's probably a lot of People that are going, okay, what does it mean? They see these on television now all the time, and the numbers curl across, and they have zero idea what 1.03 means compared to a yes at 11.6, Ben. Can you give us kind of the Coles notes on what these numbers are indicating uh, for the viewers and the listeners? Yeah, for sure. And I'll be quite honest with you, uh, Jamie, and I guess anybody else who's out there who's uh, maybe not understood it in the past. Uh, you can find comfort in knowing that this is probably the most asked question I've gotten since I've started my career here at Sega and Play Now. Um, and it's because it is confusing. You see tons of different advertisements. Um, some of them are in American odds. We generally work off of decimal odds. So uh, I'll give you hopefully a quick breakdown here for you. So uh, in the spirit of the Super Bowl, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are at 2.05 odds to win the Super Bowl. Now, that all it essentially means when you're making a bet, uh, we'll just work in denominations of 10 here. If I bet $10 on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, my potential return if I were to win at two point, or to win that bet at 2.05 odds uh, would be $20.50, so you would win uh, the $10.50 plus your original $10 bet. So all it is essentially is moving that place value uh, or that decimal points. You're just jumping it over. If you can remember grade six place values, that's all you're doing essentially. You're moving the decimal point over a little bit um, and then uh, getting your payout from there. I will say 
on the playnow.com sportsbook, uh, you can add any sort of bet to your virtual bet slip. Uh, you can enter in what you would potentially want to wager, uh, and it'll show you the potential payout based off of that. So it does the math for you if it's still, you know, not quite clicking for some folks. Yeah, so uh, Super Bowl MVP, for instance, uh, Brandon Ayuk is a 46 compared to Patrick Mahomes at 2.2. Uh, so that $10 bet on Brad and Ayuk would pay you out 460, but the odds are it usually goes to quarterback, and that's why Mahomes and Brock Purdy have a lot lesser return on your bet uh, for Super Bowl. But uh, Ben Whiting, I call him the office linebacker at play now because he was a linebacker in university with the uh, University of Saskatchewan Huskies. Uh, so, Ben, I need to know, you're a football guy. What do you think of the matchup, Kansas City, San Francisco, and Super Bowl 58? Yeah, absolutely. Great question, Jamie. Uh, I also love to consider myself an office linebacker. Uh, those were the best commercials back in the day. <laughs> uh, as it pertains to the game this Sunday, you know, i kind of been saying this throughout the week. Uh, I counted out Mahomes and the Chiefs uh, pretty much their entire playoff run here, and they've been nothing short of uh, impressive to watch. I mean, bottom line, uh, Patrick Mahomes is just a winner. He finds a way, uh, and, and it might not be pretty. It might not be whatever, but he, 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 they just figure it out, and they keep on winning. Very similar to what the Patriots uh, were doing with Tom Brady back in the day where everybody counted them out. Nobody thought they could continue to win, and they still had success. On the flip side of that, you know, you got the San Francisco 49ers. I think they have the highest-paid tight end Offensive linemen, running back, uh, defensive line, uh, linebacker, the highest paid players in the league in all those positions. Obviously, their quarterback is quite cheap. Um, so they've found a winning formula, but they haven't looked good down the stretch here. So I'm playing the hot hand with Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, I just I can't count out Mahomes right now. That said, this is an extremely tough game to bet on. I think it could go either way. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's going to come down to the wire, that's for sure. And the the line's moved a bit. Um, that's another one you, you can probably jump in on. We saw it early go be two-and-a-half, some at three. Then it went to one-and-a-half. Now it's back up to two for San Francisco as the two-point favorite. Why do we see the lines move? Yeah, for sure. So in any uh, online sports gambling platform or any online or sports gambling platform in general, there's folks that work behind the scenes that are constantly monitoring things that were that are happening uh, surrounding events and that sort of thing. I like to equate it to a stock in the stock market. Uh, the price of that stock changes depending on, you know, different tons of different variables. It's the same way in sports betting when a line's made. It changes depending on what's happening. So, uh, the folks behind the scenes, the powers that be, uh, they'll take a look at, you know, injury reports, uh, all that sort of stuff. And then if there's anything of substantial value, uh, that can influence the line. Um, and then obviously, you know, the amount of action you're getting on one side of the line can also uh, manipulate how the lines are being spent, too. So uh, a ton that goes into it, and it's it's monitored all the time, it's fluid, and ever-changing, uh, not only leading up to the game, but also during the game as well. 
And of course, uh, uh, Plain Alban, real quick, uh, has some uh, specials on for Super Bowl uh, 58 uh, as well. And uh, a little bit briefly on that, on uh, some free play money. Yeah, for sure. So for both active and new players uh, for this upcoming Super Bowl, we have a unique promo code available. Uh, That promo code is SUPER58, S-U-P-E-R-58. You'll enter that into your promotions after you've logged in or registered. Make a minimum $10 deposit and wager the $10 on the sportsbook. Then you receive a $58 free bet uh, that is available for the game. So maybe if you're just dipping your toes in, want to see what this is all about, uh, maybe it's one of those long-shot novelty bets that you might not think is going to hit but would be fun to bet on anyways. Uh, There's some free play options for you to get in on the game this Sunday. Um, You know, with that said, though, we always preach this at playnow.com. Uh, as well as Sega, that we're, you know, we always encourage responsible gambling. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, gambling's fun, not harmful, and it's used as a source of entertainment. Um, so with that said, we always say, you know, use your ta- our tagline, which is uh, obviously you got to be over the age of 19, and use your game sense when you're playing. Yeah, that game sense tab on uh, Play Now, I've referenced it a few times. Uh, you can set budget limits, all that stuff uh, for the game sense to make sure uh, you're gambling responsibly, especially uh, during Super Bowl uh, 58. Uh, ben, always appreciate your time. Thanks for it today. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Enjoy the game Sunday, Jamie. It will do. That has been WhitingPlayNow.com. And yes, 19+, plus. please use your game sense. But it is amazing to see the detail on some of these prop bets. Even the ratings, Canadian ratings for Super Bowl. And this is in millions. According to what Bell Media posts the day after or two days after, total unique viewers, 17.5 million is the line. I'll be interested. I do believe this will be the most watched Super Bowl ever. All the trends NFL all season long as it's gotten to this point when Kansas City's on the field, it is the most watched this, most watched regular season, most watched conference, most watched championship game. I think it's the trend's going to continue with the most watched Super Bowl. We'll see how it plays out on Sunday. This day in sports next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Bridge Farm remembers. It's up. And after 22 years, on this day in sports history, Super Bowl history, as we're doing this week, the year 2010, the Super Bowl, the New Orleans Saints beating the Indianapolis Colts 31-17. Remember the Saints onside kick? Gutsy call. Uh, to start the half as the Saints win the Super Bowl. Also in 2016, the Denver Broncos end Cam Newton's career. Uh, pretty much, they beat the Carolina Panthers that Super Bowl. Von Miller was the MVP, and uh, Cam Newton was never the same again. And on this day in 2021, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, he wins his seventh Super Bowl in a dominant 31-9 win over the Kansas City Chiefs.